0: The Hello Atelier, the podcast that takes you inside the artist studio. I'm your host, Betsy Blodgett, and with me is producer Jonathan Getz. Hello! And today, we are speaking with Jackie Gehring, who is at the forefront of the modern quilt movement. Now, I met Jackie at a meeting of the Kansas City Modern Quilt Guild years ago and was blown away by her work. It's colorful and graphic and much more Rothko and Albers than, say, your grandma's crazy quilt. Jackie's played a pivotal role in developing the Modern Quilt Guild to be an international organization, and she is a powerful ambassador for the modern quilt movement. The modern quilt movement. So what makes a quilt modern? Well, there's not really an official definition of a modern quilt, but in generally speaking, if you see bold colors and graphic shape and use of negative space, you're looking at a modern quilt. And that is opposed to traditional quilters who tend to use more muted colors, and they rely on design blocks that have been around for hundreds of years. Now, these quilters don't stray from the classic block designs, so when the so-called modern quilters started tweaking the blocks and improvising new designs, it really caused a revolution. (laughs) It sort of reminds me when Dylan plugged in at the Newport Folk Festival. Uh, Was there a similar backlash? Uh, kind of. There there was a little bit of a backlash. Um, the traditional quilters didn't really like their traditional values kind of being thrown out the window. But as time has gone on, I think they've realized that there's more similarities than differences. So when we walked into Jackie's studio, I could tell even to my untrained eye that this wasn't traditional quilting. Exactly. And you know what I loved about her studio is that it really reflects her work. It's full of light and color and includes Jackie's signature color, which is a vibrant orange that we saw popping up in a mid-century modern chair and felt storage basket and just all around the space. Of course, the focus of the studio is the design wall and whatever new quilt she's working on. So how has Jackie's work impacted the modern quilt movement? Well, Jackie's work has really helped define the modern quilting aesthetic. And, you know, she's always pushing herself to go somewhere new with her design, even if it doesn't fit the boundaries of what people think a quilt should be. So, for instance, when her husband was working with kids in a violent neighborhood, she created her quilt, which is called Bang Your Dead. It was an outlet for her feelings about gun violence. And so Bang, which is kind of a simple quilt with a white background and a large black mm, pixelated gun on the front, and it actually even has red pixelated blood dripping from the barrel, Um, that was featured in the Wall Street Journal's article on modern quilting, but it did cause a little controversy even within the quilting community. And that is where we're going to start our discussion with Jackie. Well, I'm anxious to hear what she has to say. Well, let's listen. Roll tape.
1: Yay! The Bang Quilt pretty much changed changed me as a quilter. Um, It was inspired by my husband's work in Chicago. And, um, you know, it's kind of what you said earlier about quilting being an outlet for who you are. Um, And I, I didn't really set out for it to be. It just kind of happened. You know, quilts come from inside me. And so that one just kind of came out. And all of a sudden, for me, I recognized, gee, this is a medium quilt speak. And even when it's not a gun, I mean, even that little tulip quilt, it speaks. It has a message from me. And some messages are more um, strong and out there than others, like the aftermath quilt behind me or... um, But I... I just discovered through that quilt that it's a medium to speak. And um, so I love using it. And I'm passionate about lots of things. I'm passionate about anti-violence. And so it's just now a natural thing for me to go there when I feel something. There were a lot of people that didn't like Bang. And for the reason that quilts are for comfort. And they shouldn't. They shouldn't have that role, you know. Comfort comes in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, getting those feelings out in the banquet was huge. It was huge and comforting, because I was really worried about my husband and the kids in Chicago. In addition to that,
0: so you're back in Kansas City now, but for a while you moved to Chicago. How did that affect your design aesthetic? Changed everything.
1: Because where you live and who you are and who you know, for me, changes you. And um, I loved living in Chicago. I still love the city. Um, it was a great place to live, and I learned a lot about who I am and who I am as a quilter. I mean, obviously, Bang um, came out of there. Um, building Bridges came out of there. Um, came out of that experience, and so totally changed me as a quilter.
0: Although Jackie learned to sew when she was young, it didn't quite stick. Luckily, she comes from a long line of makers who encouraged and inspired her
1: creativity. So my mother is a dabbler. My mother never met a craft that she didn't like. (laughs) And she's still dabbling. She just started painting um, a couple of months ago at age 88. Um, But she taught me to sew. Um, She and my grandma and great-grandma, so my mom is a seamstress and really good at it. My mom made a couple of quilts, you know, because it was dabbling. (laughs) But she wouldn't consider herself a quilter. Um, But garments and home deck stuff, curtains, she can look at a wing chair and upholster it. And my dad, um, so he's a maker. He makes everything. Um, Furniture. My dad has made hundreds of pieces of furniture for our family. And my dad, just like my mom, can kind of do anything he puts his mind to.
0: And when you were taught to sew, did you make a variety of projects or did you mostly make garments?
1: Yes. Yeah. I hated it. (laughs) You know, I was kind of like my mother. Whatever she dabbled in, I dabbled in too. You know, I got my first cross-stitch kit when I was, I don't know, 12 or 13. So I cross-stitched and I needle-pointed it. I tried to learn to knit, but um, yeah, so that didn't go very well. <laughs> um, but those were kind of the creative things. I didn't come to sewing naturally because I kind of had to. Um, so as soon as I didn't have to, I didn't.
0: You were a teacher for the bulk of your career. Um, Did you have a creative
1: outlet while you were teaching? So, first of all, teaching is a very creative profession. Come to my classroom, honey, I had the best bulletin boards in the world (laughs) because I created them as opposed to purchase them. I would think
0: as an artist and a teacher, you're probably pretty concerned about the lack of funding for
1: arts education. You know, kids have many gifts. And if we take the arts away, boy we're just we're losing a whole side of of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so i'm you know, and I feel that way about physical education as well. you know we're not engaging the whole person without art and physical and academics right. um, it's just not a it's not a balance to me so it it's scary yeah. that arts and are the first to go. Now, when did you make your first quilt? So I made one with my mom in the 80s. Just, you know, because I had to. Um, But really, I didn't start quilting until the end of 2008. I think 2008.
0: Were you retired at the time or still teaching?
1: I wasn't retired. I just, um, I was working with really dysfunctional schools and it was hard. And one day I just went to my husband and said, so, I'm done. And kind of while I was thinking about what I wanted to do, you know, what job I wanted to have next, um, I saw the G's Bend exhibit. And I just kind of came home and said, I can do that. And I googled modern fabric and Alexander Henry came up and I had never seen fabric like that ever in my life. I mean, fabric for me was florals, calicos, burgundy. Yeah. <laughs> I'd never seen fabric like that. And I thought, okay. And I googled modern quilting and something came up and I was shocked. Um, Victoria Gertenbach of the Silly Blue Dilly was the first um, website that I looked at Victoria's work and I thought, whoa. And then I found Kathy Mack at Pink Chalk Studio. And then it kind of just, I I was just like, I can do that. And I just started sewing. And all of a sudden, I didn't hate it anymore. (laughs)
0: In the early 2000s, quilters like Jackie found each other online and built a new age sewing circle where they could share techniques, ideas, and inspiration. The community grew at an unbelievable rate as a younger generation of DIYers rediscovered sewing.
1: Finding those people was really fun and starting to kind of create that community. And when Elisa and Latifa created the LA Guild, I was so jealous. I was just like, Well, why do you get that? (laughs) And and Elisa kind of said, you know, well, you guys should start your own. And when Shay emailed me, I mean, I didn't even know Shay was in Kansas City, um, Shay Henderson. And you know, all of a sudden, it was like, well, we can do this too. And so we did. And I think that's kind of how the Modern Quilt Guild developed and spread. You know, a lot of people had that same feeling, I want this too. Um, so we did. Can you define
0: or at least tell me what to you is modern quilting?
1: So I think it's, it's really fun that we can all kind of, I talk about it as a continuum. You know, with modern traditional being down on this end and people who want to push the envelope kind of on the other end, and I think it's great that somebody who makes a pinwheel quilt but buys their very first Amy Butler fabric, you know, that's a great way to stick a toe into modern quilting, you know, I think, and, and everybody kind of has their own comfort zone and level. Um, I'm a learner, and I like to, you know, if my quilts look the same as they did in 2008, I'd be pretty disappointed in myself because I like to explore. And it's taken me also this long to find my own voice. Um, for me, um, modern quilts have that graphic impact. That That's kind of number one for me. You know, the Modern Quilt Guild has its definition. A lot of people feel, you know, they have their own definitions. For me personally, Graphic impact is really what it's about. And I love simplicity, though I tend to overcomplicate. And so I've really worked, especially over the last couple of years, to just get this voice into my head that says, simplify, 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 because that's what I'm really drawn to. Um, and it's taken me a long time to kind of figure out who I am as a modern quilter. Mm-hmm. Um, and the great thing is that we each get to figure out Um, who we are. Um, But I do feel really strongly that modern quilting is an aesthetic. It is an aesthetic because if modern quilting is everything, then it's nothing. And I truly believe that it is something different. Um, It doesn't make it better. It's just different. And where do you go for inspiration for your work? Is it museums, books, movies. I, I mean, I love museums and I look at other people's work, but I try really hard not to copy other people's work. You know, I want to explore concepts and, and really have my own voice. Um, right now I'm exploring the concept of space and, and how to get kind of that transference and that um, really interesting negative space as opposed to just putting one block and surrounding it with lots of space mm-hmm. so I'm trying to get some kind of integration and and, um, and relationship between figure and ground and and I don't have any training as an artist and so I get books or I read or and I've discovered the Japanese principle of notan the principle of dark and light relationships. And it's about exploring figure ground relationships and it's used in painting, it's, um, it's intriguing. Yeah. And I'm excited about exploring it. There's kind of an attitude that surrounds modern quilting too. And I think it speaks to that DIY movement, that it's mine, that I made it, that it may not be perfect, but it's lovely <laughs> and it's quirky and it has soul. Um, and I want to make quilts that have soul. You remember Cheryl in our guild? Mm-hmm. Um, Cheryl really taught me uh, how I believe now, and she used the words perfectly imperfect, which for me means that I do the very best that I can on that day, but it's so far from perfect. But I learn something from every quilt, and I do my best, too. I mean, I don't want to make crap, I mean, I want it, you know, I want it to be as good as I can make it. Mm -hmm. But that's, you know, that's what I do every day. And that's why I like it. I don't create masterpieces every day, let me tell you. (laughs) But there's just joy in creating and Mm -hmm. in learning and in trying and in experimenting. And that's what I love about the modern quilting movement is that there's just joy in trying new stuff. Mm
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Hello Atelier. To see pictures of Jackie's studio and the quilts mentioned in this podcast, visit us at helloatelier.org. To keep up on all our new episodes, subscribe on iTunes and Google Play, and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram.